Hello world, this is the Brother to Brother Show. I'm your host, K-Mo. Thank you for taking this journey with us with real men, real problems, real solutions. Let's go. All right, we wanna say welcome back to the Brother to Brother Show. Um, I have two uh, good brothers here. Uh, I am your host, K-Mo. And I have with me uh, Mr. KC. Uh, KC, say hey there, What's up, y'all? And I have uh, another special guest. He's been on our other podcast, uh, Dr. G. Say hey to our, our listeners. Hello, everybody. All right. So today we have a really, um, really good topic. We're in a, a state of COVID still, and we're also going through, uh, we just had our, uh, the March on Washington. Uh, a few days ago, and we just wanted to touch on some stuff. We were having some conversation around that, um, but also we had a really good conversation around um, just men in general. And uh, one word that's been thrown out there for for many many years that uh, we've all heard, um, but we really wanted to see what that sounded like, what that uh, what young people look at and hear hear, and what they what is that definition around brotherhood. So. Um, I want each one of us to kind of go around and uh, give us a, a brief explanation when we were growing up, what brotherhood looked like for us and what that sounded like and what it meant for us growing up. So I'll go first. Uh, again, this is K-Mo. Um, when, I, when I think of brotherhood, uh, I think of, you know, uh, men of color. Um, uh, when I can remember growing up and seeing uh black men during the um what was it the million man march and uh, hear lewis farrakhan hear jesse jackson uh hear obama talk about hey brother you know making sure that we we reached out to each other it's a foundational word for me that's how i look at it um also it's a strong word in the sense of um you just you just catch an eye with another uh, a man of color and you kind of understand that struggle to me also it means to me struggle and so when i when i hear that word and i really describe it and i think about it like it means a lot to me now uh, back then but i don't know how strong i feel about it right now um i feel like uh but i had prominent other men um like yourself uh dr g um even growing up um even with, with KC around and having those other men to kind of sharpen me, make me better. And it has meaning to it, even though we're not um, uh, br brothers by blood, I still feel like there's a level of, of like almost um, blood brothers, as you could think about it like that. So um, that's what I think about when I think about bro brotherhood. Uh, it has a lot of meaning. It's powerful. Uh, it has some, 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 something that we both can relate on and in on a struggles standpoint. Um, but now I think that that's kind of dwindled, dwindled down, even though we're going through the same type of struggles we did 20 to 25 years ago. What about you, Casey? So, uh, <clears throat> so I agree with um, a lot of what you said, Kimo. Um, when I think of brotherhood, especially in the sense of, of a group, um, I think of there's a common bond there. There's some responsibility that we all have to those within the brotherhood. There is accountability. 
where we're all accountable for our actions and we're all accountable for keeping each other accountable. Um, there's a common respect. All right, we're back. Um, sorry about that. We had a special guest to come in. Uh, this is Rio was back with us. So, uh, but we were just finishing up what uh, what KC was talking about. Go ahead, respect. And so respect, and not only respect to ourselves, but also respect to others. Um, demonstrated appreciation. I think sometimes we always talk about how we appreciate each other, but we don't really demonstrate it. And uh, and then you know. Action, I, I talked about action before, but action right now is, is more important than anything that we need to um, be, we, can, we need to be, have solidarity. We need to have an action plan that's gonna help us move forward. And as a brotherhood, we need to have that roadmap that says, this is what we're going to do. This is what we, we are um, aspiring to. So those are all things that I think are involved and incorporated in brotherhood okay harris you want to go next yes sir i, I agree with uh each of you all and i just wanted to just kind of expand a little bit on the concept of brotherhood you know in its really simple sense it's, it's a relationship between brothers uh through association uh whether that's a common association and a membership of association or you're a family member but i primarily think about brotherhood uh as a family uh, in in terms of you know how we interact with each other and the larger humanity of brotherhood, as well as in certain corners in terms of our religion and our faith, and even in our civic uh, and community kinds of ways, uh, we can all partner together in a brotherhood or, or having a common mission, a common goal, and work toward it. But I really like a lot of the things that were, were said about you know accountability and trust. Um, and respect. I think I think so fundamental to to brotherhood and to family is respect. And I think we have to acknowledge that all of us uh, are different in our own unique ways. And while a lot of times we like to think of ourselves all as one and all the same, the reality is that we're not. We may be sharing some common experiences, but we're all experiencing those common experiences different. While we can relate to them, we just don't quite know how one person from another might be experiencing it, internalizing it or externalizing it for that matter. So I think respecting different people, their views, their ideas. And I think with a lot of things that are going on right now uh, nationwide and even internationally, actually, I think we have some assumptions about how we think people should embrace different movements, different ideas, different events. And I think just kind of respecting the fact that people can have a different view that, does, that doesn't mean that they don't want to see change. So I do think respect is so fundamental. And I also think, uh, um, you know, when I think about my own immediate family with my siblings and I have an older brother, I think about, you know, just the kind of attention and care and love that um, and support that uh, my brother has provided me in the way that he can provide it. Um, because a lot of what we know about uh, relationships whether that be brotherhood or whether that be love or whether that be how we show patience, a lot of this stuff is learned in our family context. You know, our homes, our first classrooms, our parents or our significant others, whom, whom, whomever those people may be, are in fact our first teachers. And so how we love and how we embrace and how we feel about ourselves doing it, I think is in large part due to uh, those uh, learned contexts. 
So I, I do think that we do, I, I don't think it's a lost cause. <clears throat> I do think there are different generations and different ideas about what brotherhood might be. But I think overall, I do think as a nation of people, we have some idea that brotherhood means an association, uh, something that we have in common. And I think we just have to find what those common grounds are now because the generations have changed so much and the interests have changed so much. And then we have to, we have to remember social media and the, the information uh, technology age has also uh, crept in and separated some common bonds and some common knowledge about what we should be concerned about. And so, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll just, I'll, I'm open to any comments regarding those um, views on brotherhood. All right. What about you, Rio? Um, you stepped in. What do you got to say about uh, what you think about brotherhood? I know we, 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 we were talking about it before you stepped in, but uh, what, what is your thought process and what you, when you hear brotherhood, especially growing up, I think that's what Casey and I, uh, we're really talking about, and Mr. G, um, your mindset when you were, bring, you know, how you were, when you were coming up. Um, I mentioned, um, you know, the, the the men in my life, and even uh, guys I may have played sports with, having a, a level of bro a brother brotherhood and relationships with that. But having it now, and going to what Mr. G said about um, social media has played a huge part on what that looks like and separated separated us to a certain degree uh what did that what does that come to mind that you think about uh yeah i mean i think you guys all bring up really good points uh and i think you know one of the things as it pertains to uh, i think social media uh, i think social media allows people to voice uh, an opinion um you know almost immediately and i think you know that's very dangerous dangerous thing to have right because we all have opinions and thoughts uh, that aren't often shared in such an immediate fashion that you can't take back um where we wouldn't necessarily voice those but sort of having the power of keyboard uh, sometimes is a very dangerous tool to have but you know as far as like the collective around brotherhood and what it means uh you know again listening to some of the thoughts that you guys have like definitely sharing those uh some of the things that i think are I think super important is for us that is often missed is having empathy and tolerance for one another. Uh, I think it's something that is definitely missing in society as a whole, but uh, it's especially important to have through brotherhood, uh, you know, and I, I always feel like one's journey is their own journey and their experiences dictate their uh, ideology of life and what that means. And so having empathy for someone else's experience is super important. Um, another thing that I think, and I think our, you guys kind of uh, talked on is sort of the uh, respect, you know, having respect for one another, uh, no matter the situation or the differences is important. Um, and uh, accountability for one another, it rings really true for me. So if I think about a brother, I, I'm, I'm account accountable for that, for that person. Uh, as well as that person uh, for me. And what I mean is I'm not accountable for all of their actions, but, uh, but I'm accountable uh, for the brotherhood that we share. Mm. And, um, and, and it's very similar to any relationship, like the brotherhood is just a relationship, mm -hmm. right? So, you know, there's accountability in relationships and 
when there's lack of accountability on either side, it's hard to have a relationship. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, and I think you know one of the things looking at um, from a from a brotherhood standpoint, uh, I think you know having strength uh, is, is, is is really 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 important uh, for brotherhood uh, because the strength of that of that relationship, the bond of that relationship, uh, secures the the brotherhood, right? Because then that then in turn turns into trust. Right. And then that turns into affection and love. Um, and so having the strength, even in difficult times, to continue to stay and bond together, uh, I think is it can be lacking, uh, lacking today. And then one of the can, one, can, before you yeah. before you touch on that, can, can you explain to our listeners what does strength mean to you? Because when I first heard you say it, I thought you meant strength in numbers and strength. In, but I think you mean something different. Yeah. I don't want you know. No, I mean, I, I think a lot a lot of times we'll see where. Uh, let's say if a, if, a, if a brother missteps, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then having sort of the strength to support that person when they're at their lowest, like that takes a certain strength, right? But then through that strength creates the trust and yeah. the bond and the love, yeah. right? And I think a lot of times we, like they say, we're in a culture of cancellation. And so a lot of times we're so quick to cancel instead of mm-hmm. quick to hold up and support. Mm-hmm. But that's not an easy task. You got to have strength in order to do that. Not everyone has that. And so, you know, I think if you want to talk about true brotherhood, that's true brotherhood, right? It is always holding on to that strength. And then sometimes leaning on your brother for more strength, right? When you're at your weakest point. And so, you know, strength is, is really key to me. So that's what I mean. But I think strength in numbers is also very, very, very important. Uh, the only reason I think there's a difference between those two is just like you, you don't need numbers in order to bond um, to have a brother. Right. And uh, so, you know, I do feel that the, the strength is super important to that equation. One of the other things I'd say is uh, actions over words. So I, I believe in actions over word in general. Uh, you know, and I live my life based on like the action over my words. Um, I think a lot of times people have a lot of words, um, but not enough action. And, you know, and everyone's character should be just off, off their actions. Um, and I think we're, in a we're we're in a place where uh, we're in a place where you know words sometimes overshadows and that's a part of social media as well. Social media is filled with words and no action, right? And the people who are really doing the work and the actions typically aren't on social media. They're out they're out with the action. Yeah. So there's a big disconnect around that. Um, I, I'm a I'm gonna pat. I think uh, uh, Casey has something to, to say, but and then I want Mr. Dr. G to, 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 to answer this question, but um, thank you for that, Rio. Some of the things that you spoke about and I, and I heard uh, Dr. G um, speak about before our uh, podcast that I know you're going to, to talk to our listeners about, but you talked about trust, Rio, positivity, respect, accountability, and then I think that those four have to be there so you can have the strength. Some of what I think also is comes from that is if you don't have the trust, you don't have the positivity, the respect, you can't give, I don't believe you can give somebody else the strength they need to get through those situations. So um, like I said before, uh, me knowing Dr. G growing up, I, not knowing all what, what was going on in your personal life and things of that nature, I always felt that you had a, the positivity, I always trusted you, always had a level of respect for you, 
And you also always kept me accountable. <laughs> That's how I felt like I could go to, I say all that, I'm, I'm just being honest with you, Dr. G, yeah. about that. Yeah. And I think that's important to say that because nowadays, how do we get back? I want to turn over KC and then I want Mr. Dr. G to mm -hmm. continue to talk. Okay. Yes. You want to add something to what I was saying or just answer yeah. the question to me? Yeah. And, and it, it's that accountability that, that I think we all talked about, Rio. You know, Dr. G, and then also you came up. Um, we have a, an accountability to each other uh, in times of good, bad, when when we're celebrating, and also when we're um, chastising. Um, that we need to keep our brotherhood, our community, our group accountable. You know, I. I I think a lot about now um, this whole thing with domestic violence and how you know we're talking about black men are getting killed by police and all this it's social unrest. And one thing that's not talked about as much is domestic violence against black women and the fact that we are accountable, black men, to protect black women, mm -hmm. period. Mm -hmm. And um, we are not doing a good job of it, and we need to do better. And so that is a that is an example of how we need to keep each other accountable. You know, um, I was talking to my daughter, and um, she had a saying that, you know, every, every woman knows somebody that's been abused by a man. Mm. How many men can raise their hand and say, I know a man that has been an abuser? Because most men won't say that. Even if they know, they'll they they won't keep them, they won't keep that person accountable. And so we just need to be more accountable, um, not only in our philosophy of life, but in our actions in life. And and I think the these times more so than any other, uh, uh, create a need for us to do rather than to say. And so that accountability has to come with action. Um, that accountability has to come with trust. That accountability has to come from a good place. Rio, you want to say any more? Yeah, I think um, I think that's a great point. Um, and it got me really kind of thinking, I think one of the other important uh, aspects to sort of the brotherhood is diversity of experiences. Uh, because I think, you know, a lot of times, you know, I think they like to think of us as a people as being very monolithic, which we aren't. Um, but I think we also do ourselves a disservice by saying that there's one type, like one way that we should be. And I think that, you know, from a cultural standpoint, I think that we are extremely diverse. And I think that all should be respected for their diversity. Um, and I think, you know, again, a lot of times we don't necessarily support that. So I would say that, you know, that's something that's extremely important to me uh, personally is recognizing diversity uh, of thought, you know, diversity of um, experience. And, uh, you know, and so I try to constantly remind myself uh, of the importance, the importance of that. All right. Uh, Dr. G, can you talk a little bit more about I think you had some uh, explanation around uh, brotherhood and uh, I, I know we talked about accountability and some other things here. Yeah. 
but I want us to wrap yeah, back well, around, I, around how yeah, I, back I, I wanted to, I wanted to highlight several things that have already been said and, and, and you brothers are right on point in this conversation, but, uh, I think, uh, KC kind of triggered something for me this morning okay. and, and, hit, and hit home because uh, my mother was in an abusive relationship mm-hmm. with my father growing up. Right. And, uh, I, you know, I witnessed uh, um, one incident that I could recall as a youngster. I had to be about maybe four or five years old. Mm-hmm. But um, it took me many, many years, way into my 30s, late 30s, almost 40, um, to confront my father about what I saw when I was four or five Mm. and uh, what that meant. And uh, I had harbored it for many, many years because I knew that that was not the way you treated women. I knew that. I had enough sense to know that. And I still know that. Mm -hmm. So I don't treat women disrespectfully. Um, But but let's say if my mother had not left that situation and got us into a better situation, I could have saw his behavior as the norm. And even though I would have known it wasn't the right thing to do, mm. it was the thing that I saw modeled. Mm. And so we justify and rationalize the things that we know aren't right, but it's a part of our lived experience. And um, so I, I just want to make sure that we understand that there are a lot of young men and young women who are growing up in similar contexts, because what happens in the family is generally a private matter. And so we're all taught that you don't talk about what goes on in the family and that you keep the family business private. But then some of us are, are tortured, mm-hmm. you know what I mean, uh, daily. And, I'm, and, and I'm, I'm certain that everybody has a different story to tell around this. But, but I wanted to just kind of say that we, in terms of a new generation of young men today, I think our duty is, and it has always been my compassion, to help build a new brand or a new future for young men so they don't have to experience these things. If they do experience them, there are people that they can go to and talk to. I don't, I don't remember anybody that I could go to and talk to about that incident. I had to just endure it, and I had to use whatever tools, knowledge, experience that I had garnered from my upbringing to find a place for it. And I, I put it on a spot in my mind and it stayed there for a long time until I could get it out and I could get it out respectfully. And I, and I heard us, you know, we've been talking about respect. I didn't want to disrespect my father, but I did want to let him know. And I asked him the simple question. Uh, why did you hurt our mother? Mm. And he was shocked. He was shocked. He said, I didn't know you knew anything about it. He said, and he, he apologized. And mm-hmm. He told me, about his experiences and that he was young, he drank too much, and but he told me something that just dissipated all the negative feelings that I had. Mm-hmm. He said, he said your mother was the best thing that ever happened to me. He said I was just too stupid to know it, mm. and that changed that changed everything for me uh, awesome. for, for, from that point on. Let's let's stay and right so, there. For, let's stay right there for mm-hmm, real quick because mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. we have about eight more minutes, and I want you to tie sure. into what you're. You said, what are you doing now? Because you mentioned that. Mm-hmm. What are you doing now to, to help the new the next generation understand the things that you're, you're, you've you experienced, like the things sure. you said you already knew? I mean, you had to just figure sure. it out. What are you doing now since yeah. you have that information to kind of well, help the, the Well, what I do now is, I, and, and the impetus of me speaking about it, is I try to build relationships with young men. Because I, have, I assume that everybody that I meet 
everybody that I teach, everybody that I come in contact with has had some kind of life trauma. Mm-hmm. And and I and I, I, I create a safe uh, context for people to share. Sometimes that may take some people six months, some other folks it may take a year before they feel comfortable sharing with you things that have bothered them most of their lives. And that's a two-way street. Uh, they have to, everybody takes a risk. Uh, some folks share, some folks do. But um, I'm there for that particular reason. If they choose not to share, that's fine. But, um, you know, we can talk and create a, a context for them to share. Or if it's such that I think they might want to get some additional assistance, mm-hmm. uh, uh, professional services or what have you, you know, I try to talk to them, talk to them about doing that. And even if I may go with them to make them feel safe. But I do think that we have a lot of hurt in our community mm-hmm. and some of that hurt hurt gets directed back at our community. And I think that's one of the things that we don't really talk about a lot, but there's a lot of intergenerational trauma and family trauma that permeates and everything that we do, it permeates in our own relationship with our own wives and significant others. And so it's, it's more hurtful than it is helpful. And I think you, I think we have to build relationships, but don't force those relationships to be built. Awesome. If that makes sense. Yes, absolutely. We got a few more minutes. Do uh, Casey and Rio, you want to touch on anything before we, we round it up on brotherhood and just, you know, um, no, no. Uh, I, I think for myself, uh, I really appreciate you all having this conversation. I think when we first kind of threw it out there, it was kind of like a thing that we we're going to talk about. But um, I think, Dr. G, when you kind of even just start speaking about it, we said we had to kind of like talk about this. And it's very, very important to um, to share with other um men of color, uh, just in general, because it's not just black men who have trauma. There are other cultures that have trauma and issues, too, that may have that mirror the same thing that we've we've had going on in our lives and we just don't know it. And if this can touch those other uh, young men, those other uh, brothers to to make sure that they once they leave here and hopefully listen to this podcast and, and, and create those bonds. But also, um, just like I would look at any relationship that I'm in, any serious relationship that 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 I'm going to uh, entertain you got to have that trust you got to have that positivity as rio said the respect accountability and um i believe that with strength in numbers because i think in numbers doesn't have to be a ton of numbers but you we we're we're able to do that with ourselves we're able to have this podcast we're able to do that because it even has me thinking about just some of the relationships i've had with uh young people to continue those relationships to because I, I, you know, for myself, I thought that it was important for me to do it. But um, I think in a previous podcast, it's hard for young people these days because they are in the microwave generation to to seek the knowledge and the information that I once may have wanted. Um, they may think that they have it already. And uh, we've all been teenagers before. We know how that feels. But I think it's magnified right now. So for us to really reach back out to that that young 20 year old at, or 30 year old. Uh, a 35 year old that just is kind of like teetering from one, just having a conversation with him and say, Hey, you know, we're here. Uh, let's, let's try to, let's, let's try to think about certain things and hopefully they're receptive to it. If we're not, at least we've done our job with, uh, being a man that we've been able to become and be able to understand some of the things and lifelong lessons that we've gone through that we know if we know then what we know now, uh, we will make some changes, but we can see a lot of that happen. Uh, beforehand um, because we've gone through this and because we have each other to have these type of conversations around um, keeping each other, having the trust, the positivity, respect, and and keeping each other accountable. So uh, thank you guys for 
uh, having this conversation around brotherhood uh, and what does that mean to us now. Um, but we'll we'll check back in with you again um, soon. Thanks so much for this, the Brother Brother Show.